Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, April 17th. And don't forget, Rough and Rowdy 8 is this Friday night. It's featuring prize fights like undefeated fighters Shizat the Rizat versus Nighty Knight. There's also blogger bets on fights like Large versus Willie Cologne for a grand, Marty Mush versus Mantis for 50 bucks, or uh, Smitty versus Chef. For a $150 steak dinner, Big Cat will sing the anthem. Going to be an electric night. Can't wait. We're yeah. going to be watching from our hotel room in uh, fabulous Sacramento, California. Sacktown. Sac-town. Never, never been. That's why they call it Sacktown. Sac-town. Cannabis cup. That's right. Get it? All right, our top stories for the day. Mark is going to lead us off talking about the Vito Gong Yemen edition. You guys hear that? No, what was that? That was the gong. Oh. It was the Vito gong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do one about anthrax poisoning from climate change. Okay. Uh, Wes is going to tell us about more hand job lawsuits on the way. Yeah, definitely more of these coming. No oh. No, no pun intended, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no pun intended. 100%. Fa- and foul, take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Mark. All right, boys, roll back out that veto gong. Our guy Donnie got a taste a few weeks ago of the Vito Gong, and once you get a taste, uh, you're going to need some more of it. Remember, hooked. remember he declared that national emergency because oh, we are getting yeah. invaded. Uh, it was just a big, massive invasion at the border. S- scary time. So number two, Vito came on Tuesday when President Donald Trump vetoed a congressional resolution that sought to end U.S. involvement in the Saudi-led war in Yemen. Mm-hmm. Fun mm. stuff. So for those of you that don't know, it's a real mess in Yemen. No. Oh, yeah. There's been a four-year-long civil war where one side is backed by Saudi Arabia, so the other side's backed by Iran, those being the Houthi rebels, um, and tens of thousands of people have died, or more than 10,000 people have died. They stopped counting two years ago, I guess, um, when they reached 10,000. That's, uh, that's two big boys right there. You know? Yeah, uh, that's, that's a lot. I'd uh, want to be backed by, by Saudi Arabia. Well, of course, they have a lot more money. And the Out of US the two support. of those, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you want, no. you want Iran and no U.S. support or Saudi Arabia and U.S. support? And they got those breathable I don't know. outfits. Tough call, Pat. On <laughs> top of it all, they uh, have terrible famine going on in Yemen, and everyone's starving to death. So a few quick facts about Yemen besides that are it is located at the southern end of the Arabian Peninsula in Western Asia and is only separated from Africa and Ethiopia in particular by the Gulf of Aden. Hmm. And uh, a little bit of information about the Gulf of Aden. It's a really sexy Gulf front. Uh, it's got a vast array of coral, a bunch of fish, and even some whales and dolphins out there. So uh, I would love to go snorkeling out there. Not maybe a lot have, of bikinis on that beach, bet, though. Bet you would. Yeah. Just maybe have yeah. Another, another little honeymoon out there. Only problem is if you go inland, there's the famine and the civil war. So it's tough. Yeah, and I'm sure uh, bombs also kind of fall into the sea every once in a while. So yeah. Few, yeah, a, a little smoky over there. For sure. Yeah. So what exactly was Trump vetoing, you ask? Or do you mm-hmm. want to hear more about the coral? 
well, we know you want to tell us about the coral. Okay. Island Mark. All right. Well, I'll, I'll Google some more. You coral didn't even button your shirt today. Trump vetoed a bill by Congress that called for an end of U.S. military support for Saudi Arabia. Like we said, that we're supporting Saudi Arabia uh, in Yemen. So Congress invoked the War Powers Resolution Act um, or the NERD Act. Uh, the first time it's been a- enacted since 1973, and they figured that this this was going to work, and that Trump wasn't going to veto them. Well, they were wrong. Uh, the War Powers Resolution Act says that Congress needs to be like informed within 48 hours of committing any armed forces of the military and that they can't be anywhere for more than 60 days without their approval, yada, yada, yada. Problem is they didn't pass it in the House and Senate by two-thirds. Uh-oh. They just passed it with a majority. Right. So Trump came out and boom, smashed Beat the gong. gong thing. You know, when you first started reading that, I was like, oh, siding with the Saudis. But then I, when I hear that the other side's backed by Iran... I mean, he just declared one of their military branches a terrorist organization. It seems this seems to fall in line with that. You know? Yeah. Congress has been trying to get us out of this war for a while, for like six months now, at least, uh, if not more. But I think that what their point is, and a lot of people think that if we pull out and stop giving Saudis billions of dollars worth of fuel and bombs, that mm. the war will just kind of end. Mm-hmm. And there's no real proof to that. We don't want that. But a lot of people are saying the Saudis are not really trying to end the war, that they're just like, just kind of, you know, being... Just killing people and having fun. Classic and, and like, bored rich kids. Having like, you know, orgies or whatever's going on over there. But none, none of that can really be proven. So uh, anyways, it's just a real, real shit show. And also, oh, people were mad about, you know, Saudi Arabia because of the whole Khashoggi in a suitcase incident. Oh, yeah. Uh, and 9-11. Oops. Yeah. 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 All those things. Khashoggi and 9-11. So, yeah. Like I said, we've been giving them uh, media refueling and billions of dollars of uh, missile support and stuff like that. Um, but you know what? I'm not in Yemen. Thank God. No. You, got, you guys aren't in Yemen. Hey. Hopefully that nope. shit ends. I think um, it's pronounced Yemen. And people by the way. can, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. Yemen. Uh, and and uh, and then ho- <laughs> hopefully people can go and get some nice vacations out there, and because I'm sure there's some great coral that people are missing out on. Let's take it to the internet. <laughs> uh, by the way, by the way, if we got in a war, if Saudi Arabia and Israel got in a war, who are we backing? Israel. That's Israel. That that's a real pickle right there. That's a pickle. There's more oil in Venezuela than Saudi Arabia. By far. Well, then I guess well, we, we right, yeah. but I mean, like the U.S. has been cozied up with Saudi Arabia for quite some time. It's a tough so. one. Yeah, but you ever heard you ever heard that Yasser Arafat talk? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a smooth yeah, talker. Smooth talker. Uh, second, the internet. This resolution is an unnecessary, dangerous attempt to weaken my constitutional authorities, endangering the lives of American citizens and brave service members both today and in the future. That was by Chet from Arizona. No, that was President <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> President Trump. <laughs> and then uh, another guy, the internet, James Bronson, says, sounds like puckering up for the Saudi tip, uh, which he's saying that, you know, we suck Saudi Arabia's dead. Yeah, I, I, I was searching for comments on that story. There was probably 2,000 of those exact same basic comments. Yeah, yeah. except that, and that, that dick doesn't uh, jizz semen. That's jizz, dick jizz, jizz, that's a, that dick that, jizzes oil. That's, Nailed a, it. that's a hairy dick. Yeah. That's a hairy dick. <laughs> quick, that's uh, one hairy dick. <laughs> quick fact correction. Yasser Arafat's dead. And he uh, was the chairman of the Palestinian Liberation Organization. So well, thanks, me. Pat. Thanks for all the, the phone interruptions and the misfacts in that story. Good <laughs> yeah. job. Uh, great showing in that just, story, Pat. Just ignore <laughs> Pat that whole section. Yeah. Replay it. Oy. Ignore him Oy. talking. Oy. Okay. Uh, let's move on to anthrax spores and methane bombs. Mm. Um, scary shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. An article published by The Sun, an Australian news outlet on Monday, is scaring the shit out of newsreaders everywhere because it talks about all the things that can happen when permafrost is melted by global warming, climate change, being hot outside, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm. It's well, melting more. Well, I don't know what so. they want to call it, but what the fuck are you doing calling permafrost permafrost if it can melt? Sounds more like that's a good point. Tempafrost to me. Yeah, that's some bullshit. 
Well, it's been frozen for like thousands, hundreds to thousands of years. Okay, so call it, so call it longer frost. Yes, yeah, semi permafrost. Like, yeah, millennia okay. frost. Might the th- might, might the thaw. Frost. Who can we yeah. talk to about this? I, scientists, yeah. you'd have to get in touch. With <laughs> Not talking to them. No. Um, so, <laughs> so basically, what permafrost is it's it's frozen, you know, ground that can go like hundreds of feet deep. Um, and basically, what's happening here is prehistoric bacteria and diseases can lie dormant in that frozen ground. Uh, beneath the Earth's surface for thousands of years. Um, and when it melts, though, as it gets hotter and it melts deeper and deeper, it releases some of this shit. Jesus. Um, so one place where this has already happened is Russia. Anthrax released into the air from melting permafrost 70 years ago killed 2,000 reindeer and hospitalized 96 people. Jeez, and what a uh, one child Christmas. died from eating uh, anthrax-tainted meat. Hmm. Yeah. Like, life isn't bad enough for those Russian peasants, you know? You have dead reindeer. Yeah, they're like, at least we have... Ra- oh. oh. No no basements, <laughs> no basements, no reindeer. Yeah. Who threw out all these reindeer? It's not good. It's not a good situation. So anthrax, if you don't know, is a substance that eats away at your flesh and is deadly if inhaled. So it's a, a real bad situation uh, to add anthrax to anything. Um but uh, not only could this happen with anthrax, uh, but in these areas, they also have ancient mass cattle graves. And apparently, if those babies unfreeze at once, they'll release deadly ancient bacteria um, that will just like uh, infect everything around it, all the groundwater. And also, they Jesus. have craters inside the permafrost that if they uh, thaw, they, they explode as methane bombs. Mm. So Stinky. Just because yeah. one asshole decided to dig a hole 2,000 years ago yeah. and call the cows. Like, hey, uh, you know, I really like this farm property, but it's a pretty good deal. Is there something you're not telling me about this place? <laughs> this, is not a, this is not a cattle grave. Yeah, there's no way there's a cattle grave under here. Is Zom- you tell me. Zombies you have come to out close here that in the closing. Yeah, so uh, lots of lots of bad possibilities. In the articles that, that this is about, mostly concerned with Siberia where this could happen. So yeah. um, taking it to the internet, biologist Boris Kurgan. Kirschenglotz says, if the area of these emissions overlaps with the burials of animals or humans who died from diseases in previous centuries, these spores and pathogens could spread over a huge area. It would be a disaster, not just for the Arctic. The catastrophe could exceed Chernobyl, which is crazy because that was a nuclear site meltdown. Um, and it's also terrible, but it really makes me want to watch the new HBO series about Chernobyl. So Boris sounds like he's a lot of fun at dinner parties. Mm-hmm. That, guy, that guy's always worried, man. You know, we're all going to die, right? Yeah, someone give Boris a Xanax. You know everyone's going to die soon, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If this happened and this yeah. happened, yeah. we're in big trouble. Okay. Yeah, Boris definitely rolls his own cigarettes and just doesn't give a fuck. Why, why are you having like, kids? Yeah. Why are you having kids? <laughs> you know they're just going to die. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't bury those two cows near each other. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. All right, that's that on that one. All right, uh moving on. So some more news out of uh the hand job capital of the United States. My basement? My bathroom? No, no. <laughs> Multiplex. <laughs> Almost. Uh <laughs> Jupiter Jupiter, Florida. Uh, where a man being identified as John Doe is suing the Jupiter Police Department for violating his constitutional rights to privacy because because he was at the Orchids of Asia on the same day the police were operating their bullshit sting against Patriots owner and all-around great guy Bob Kraft. Okay. What a a bad day to get a handjob. So what's he saying? Bad day. He's saying that he wasn't there for handjobs? No, he's saying he was there. So the man claims... If you were there on that day, you'd probably go a lot, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is an everyday day. They have like a Facebook group. He he knew what the day was. Yeah. Mr. Kraft, when you're finished over there, can I get your autograph? (laughs) Yeah. 
so, so the man claims he was filmed undressing um, in a in a private massage room, and this is just a great typo by CBS Twelve in uh, in Jupiter in their article. Quote: In a private massage room at a private spa facility, despite having failed to meet the constitutional requirements to secretly record him in a suck. In suck a private meeting setting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Instead of such, she wrote suck. So shout out journalist uh, Sabrina Lolo of CBS 12 and Jupiter. Uh, nice one, sweetie. She knew what she he was doing. <laughs> Little Easter egg <laughs> for the people. You call her sweetie? Yeah. What's rocking the sweetie I love, tonight? I love the sweetie. You ever called a woman sweetie to her face? <laughs> Uh, no, no, yeah. no, never. Yeah. She's more than just a pair of tits. Why would I do that? Mm. Uh, so, hey, Tuts, nice article. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice article, sweetie. So <laughs> the uh, the gist here is that John claims he was there at the Orchids of Asia to sure. simply get a legit massage, uh, not there for the only reason you go to Orchids of Asia, which is the best blowjob in town. Uh, so okay, John, yeah, we all we all <laughs> believe you, buddy. Um, um, I was here for a legitimate massage. Yeah. yeah. How many how many couples massages does he skip out on? I've got a bad back and a and a, and a throbbing cock. Um, <laughs> so so uh, is, I need my front. Yeah. I need my front taken care of. Yeah. Is, throw, uh, throw my back up. Can you uh, can you drain my front? His lawyer released this statement. Um, my saying front's his, a little backed up. His lawyer released this statement saying, "Quote: He does not want to be sitting on his couch watching the news and see a private a videotape of him in his very private moment. I submit, none of us would like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, think you're he's damn wrong. right. Yeah, I can see that. You're damn right. Not something you see in, want to see in the local news undressing at a now well-known brothel. He's not Rob Lowe, man. You know, it's a bad uh, look. It's a bad look. So, so he's suing the Palm Beach County State Attorney's Office, the detective who got the warrant to spy with cameras, and the Jupiter Police Department uh, for damages. His attorney says John, quote, suffered invasion of his privacy, embarrassment, loss of business opportunities, and sub- substantial expenses, including legal fees and court costs, and vindicating his rights. What does this guy do? I have no idea. He's candid. No one knows who he is. Hands I always get a boner with him when I get a regular massage. No one knows who he is. I'm with, the, I'm with this guy. I think it's bullshit. Like, it is bullshit. Prostitution, prostitution is legal other places in the United States. This is like when the DEA used to bust like medical pot shops in California. Like, Get off the fucking hand jobs. Dude, there's like, no way this guy's actually offended, though. He showed up to get a hand job from a sex trafficked Asian woman. He's embarrassing. No, no, no. They have no proof of sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat. Yeah, that's, right. the, that's the thing about this one. Yeah. That's what I brought up last well, time. And se- I, was like, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, I don't want to get in trouble here, but if you go to like get a pedicure or manicure, you, you could say that they're you know, like trafficked as much as these people. They're just giving out hand right. jobs and getting paid more. I am more. not saying that sex trafficking is like condoned. I'm just saying, I'm just First saying, of all, sex like, trafficking you know, is a huge problem, but we don't yeah. know if it's a huge problem in this, in the shop. Right. The yeah, guy was there exactly. for hand jobs. Yes, yes yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, so the big question here is, uh, was it a violation of privacy or will the fact that the police were doing a legitimate investigation into illegal activities outweigh the blatant invasion of privacy? Uh, something tells me the judge is going to throw this out and tell him sorry about his divorce. Uh, legal experts are saying more of these lawsuits are coming, so we'll keep you posted on how the first verdict turns out. Something tells me the judge is going to recuse himself because he's been a customer. At the, or, yeah. uh, like every judge in that yeah. town has been a customer. Yeah, if you're yeah. over 50 and you live in Jupiter, yeah. you've probably been to Asians of Orchids. Oh, for sure. Orchids of Asia. Sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. They yeah. drain a good front <laughs> valve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going to the internet, Mike uh, Missile uh, says, what a colossal cluster by Palm Beach police. No proof of tra- trafficking. Wasn't that the point? Each person caught on tape should sue, and I agree with Mike. There you go. Yeah. Well, they already got run over by Bob Kraft, so everybody else should follow suit. Let's take it to a lightning round of other headlines. We don't have time to get to in depth. 
Today's episode of Hard Factor is brought to you by We The People Holsters. As a previously holsterless handgun owner, let me tell you something. I prefer having a holster. Before I got my We The People holster, my handgun was always flopping around in my pants all willy-nilly. Every time I reached for my piece before my We The People holster, I looked like a drunk guy who might have forgot his wallet at the bar, patting down my Levi's feverishly, feeling for cold, hard steel. Now I can always count on my sardom being right where I left it. Snuggled up in my custom Made in America We The People holster. They design their own holsters in-house, which means they don't use any third-party molds for their holsters. Instead, they design every unique mold in Las Vegas in order to get the best fit for each and every firearm perfectly. Their unique intuitive clip design allows you to easily adjust both the cant and ride of your holster. I have no idea what those words mean in context of holsters, but I assume it has something to do with how quickly I can draw with this puppy on. They have dozens of custom printed designs like constant Constitution camo and American flag. Can't beat that. And all a steal at $37 a piece. And right now, listeners of Hard Factor can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter the promo code factor at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. That's as low as $37 and shipping is free with an additional 10 bucks off. You're in the money. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor promo code factor. Factor at checkout for 10 bucks off. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. So, a man named James Aducci, who is pretty much better than Hard Factor Wes in every way possible. Oh, we don't know that. Laid an $85,000 wager on Tiger Woods at 14 to 1 odds. And he's, Tiger, got, he's got one on you. Yeah, and Tiger won the green jacket last weekend. He's got $85,000. That's that's the big one up on me. Yep. Yeah. A gamble that <laughs> raised. He had 85. Now he's got a lot more. Now he's got yeah. a lot more because mm-hmm. this gamble raised Aducci's stack to a cool 1.2 Christina Millions, mm-hmm. a height that Wes will surely never reach because of his inconsistent support of his, quote, locks. A la Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Wes is the always. I knew it, guy. Like he, yeah. I, I, I knew it. I should. I, I was gonna bet on this guy. Right. I knew exactly. It. Yeah. The yeah. interesting. Hey, Pat, Pat, did the article say if he read the Jack Nicholas quote? <laughs> <laughs> did he read it and he just totally ignore it? <laughs> no, he didn't ignore it. He might. He, he, he fucking was smart. Yeah. yeah. Look, the interesting thing, guys, is this psycho's eighty-five thousand dollar toss was his first sports bet ever. Yeah. I don't believe that. Turns out the lucky boy is also quite the career criminal with a history of domestic violence. In fact, last year, judges ordered Aducci to stay away from at least two different women, a significantly higher number of women than Wes has ever been ordered to stay away from. Yeah. Working on my first. Gotcha there. Working on your first? Nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a stat you don't want to lead. No. No, Mm -hmm. no. No. Also, this guy, that was his first bet. Like, that guy was just going to Orchids of Asia for a shoulder massage. Exactly. Uh, that was not that guy's first bet. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, in not news, a Philadelphia man plowed his car into a group of people, uh, injuring six people following an altercation. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yep. A Louisiana a patrolman has been charged with 20 counts of sex abuse against a retired police dog. Well, at least they waited until he was retired. Mm, no. Terry Yetman was arrested and charged with 20 felony counts of performing sexual acts with a dog and 20 felony counts of filming the sexual acts. Mm. He's oh. being held on $350,000 bond or 350 times the original cost of the dog. Is this like uh, what, when you like shoot a police dog, it's considered like being a, like a police officer, so you get in more trouble? Like uh, if you if, assault yeah. on a police officer, yeah, assault on a police officer is yeah. so this is he's being charged with like raping a police officer. I don't know if that's a different charge, okay. Wes. Right. But when reached for comment, Terry <laughs> Terry said, "quote I'm not sure what the problem is. Me and that dog are married." You made that up. <clears throat> no, I made that up. Good they news. Gotta for- do something with, they got to do something with dog fuckers, man. That's a that's a weird what thing. What is going on with dog fucking? Better what, than kid fucking. Yeah. 
they got to get them out of here. It's, That's some it's, fucked up but shit. Both are bad. Why you got to compare? It's not apples to apples. Like, why do you got to compare? One's both... clearly better than the other, though. But neither should. You can't support one by saying that. It's like I'm saying not supporting one. I'm just it's saying, like saying one maiming is clearly, someone's better than murdering. Someone. Clearly better. Yeah, well, I've never played. Would you rather? <laughs> wow. Would you rather? Wes is a dog fucker. Wes <laughs> happens to have. Wes <laughs> happens to have two dogs and no women in his life. You see how happy those dogs are. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes there's four dogs here. Jesus. Look, good news for Detroit area Catholics who've been suffering through meatless Fridays for the last six weeks because a long-standing permission that allows Detroit Catholics to eat muskrat has recently gained publicity, which is great for some, but adds insult to injury to others because everyone knows the only thing worse for a boy being sexually assaulted assaulted by his spiritual and community leader is when that <laughs> spiritual and community leader has muskrat breath. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That's disgusting. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys so much, so much for listening. <laughs> There's no Friday show this week because we're going to the Cannabis Cup. We're going to be doing a 420 show live on 420, Saturday 420, live from Sacramento at the High Times Cannabis Cup. We're going to be joined by PFT Commenter. We're going to attempt to smoke a lot of marijuana in the course of an hour. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Uh, probably more than we should. I'm going to bring a Xanax. Uh, Wait, I took it. So if you're over 21 in an illegal state, then you should play along. come on over. Yeah, it'll be on uh, Barstool's Facebook, Barstool's Periscope. We'll be tre- tweeting the link and posting the link a little bit closer to the broadcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And have a great fucking day. Turn on him.